This is the Larry Society episode 13. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another phenomenal episode. And we're going to get right into it. Today, we have two phenomenal guests. We have me, and then we also have myself and I. Yep, you guessed it. It's just me again tonight. I'm going to start getting some more people on here, but for the time being, whenever I feel like making a podcast, we're just going to shoot the shits with myself and see what kind of material we can crank out. But regardless, I feel like podcasting tonight, so we're just going to go straight into it. So tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, deeper topics, not so funny, but more just like, I guess, life topics, you know, things that we don't think about on an everyday basis. And that maybe we don't need to, but it's good to bring to the attention of our subconscious every now and then to remind us, you know, what we're doing here. Like, what the fuck our purpose is on this earth, why you want to do what you want to do and become what you want to become. And what are you trying to get out of this life? You only get one. So, uh, off the bat, okay, let's get right into it. Um, so, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, who passed away. Uh, it's been about two or three years now. But he was talking about... Basically, I read, I heard this uh, quote one time from him, and he was reading a book somewhere that says, "The highest human in uh, the highest human act is to inspire." And when you think about that, and you really break it down, what he's trying to say is ultimately, you can you know you can only become so fulfilled from the things that make you feel good, right? Like obviously, it feels good when you accomplish a goal, maybe you lose weight, maybe you get a new job, maybe you buy a new car, get the girl of your dreams, whatever it is, right? Obviously, those things are all going to be fulfilling for yourself, self-fulfillment, and that's very important. But the highest human act is to inspire others. You know, you feel 10 times better when, let's say, you make $5,000, but you're able to give your friend, you can take all your friends out to lunch because you made $5,000. Or you become a millionaire and yeah, it feels good that you have a million dollars, but now you can buy your mom and dad a house and never have to work again. Uh, things like uh, these sorts of things um, are, are what Nipsey Hussle is trying to talk about, what I understand and what Tony Robbins talks about a lot too. If you don't have purpose in life, then you're not going to have direction. And if you don't have purpose, you don't have any reason to live. And I'm not saying that in a suicidal sense. I'm just saying it is if you don't know why you're here, and obviously, I mean, I'm 22, I'm still trying to figure it out. I still don't know exactly what I'm doing here, but I know I have a purpose and I know that it is to, in some way, inspire others. Uh, but ultimately, if you don't know what your purpose is and you're not even looking for it, you're going to float around and go nowhere fast. And before you know it, you are depressed, full of, full of anxiety, having fil- filled with regret, guilt, and uh, you don't want that. So... You don't have to dig super deep, at least right now, you know, especially as you're listening to this podcast. I'm not talking, I'm not asking you to go soul search. I'm just saying, try to figure out what you're doing on this earth, like what your purpose is, what you're good at, and how you can maybe help other people along the way. Because Denzel Washington says it too, each one teach one. You know, you learn something, you bring someone else up with you. I mean, I myself, I know I battle with anxiety quite often. A lot of my friends and family members know that I have pretty bad anxiety at times. But I've also had friends that have had anxiety attacks right in front of me and I've able I've been able to help them coast out of that anxiety attack. Or, you know, people people deal with all sorts of different things. And you don't realize even in your suffering, it's ultimately it's just life teaching you, hey, you're gonna you're gonna be able to use these tools that I'm putting you through right now for someone else that's gonna need them down the road and you'll be able to apply them to them. 
Um, and it doesn't have to be in such an emotional sense. It can also be financial, you know, physical, any sort of different uh, challenge. Because, you know, in, in life, we're all going through different things. Not all of us have anxiety. Not all of us, you know, are dealing with finances. Not all of us are dealing with weight. Not all of us are dealing with relationships. You know, everyone has their own thing that they feel they need to fix. So just remember, whenever you are going through some fucked up shit, then it will get better in that remember how it felt so that and remember what you did to get out of that dark place so that you can pick somebody else up and make them feel better than uh, they were when they were going into it. the next topic we're going to talk about is don't try to be someone you're not uh, i constantly battle with this uh dealing with trying to fit into so many different groups of people trying so that you know people can like me and let's cut the bullshit everybody wants to be liked everybody wants to feel that they're fitting in with the group and that they belong, right? Quote, unquote. But it's all artificial. At the end of the day, if you don't know yourself, how are you supposed to know others? How can you help others? How can you teach others if you don't really know yourself? If you're just lying to everybody all the time, you're never going to learn who you really are either as a person. So it's important that you spend time, especially alone. I mean, Dan Pena talks about how you everybody... If you can't spend a weekend alone by yourself, then something is wrong with you. And I totally agree with that because how many of us every day we wake up, our faces, the second we wake up, we fucking look at our phone and Snapchat, Instagram. I do too. I'm no better at times. I try not to, but I do too. Or we post a picture because we look the, our absolute best in it, you know, even though it's not technically what we look like all the time, that's the best we feel like we look. So we obviously want to portray our best version of ourselves. And you go through social media and what is it? It's everything that, Makes you look your best, feel the best. You seem the most happy when, in the reality, it's bullshit. Everybody goes through some shit. Everybody's got things going on, but it's all some fucking bullshit to make other people like you, envy you, want to be you even. So it's obviously hard to let that go, to let that stigma go, to let your um, humility, to be you know humble about situations and how you're portraying yourself. You know, even me, like, here's a small example. Like, when I get up in the morning, uh, you know, I have, like, probably 40 shirts or whatever. I have a lot of shirts. And I literally wear the same 10. And I'm like, why am I wearing the same shirt? Like, why do I even have these other 30 shirts? Because I'll get up in the morning, let's say I put on a blue shirt. And I like it, but I know I always wear the red shirt. And I take the blue shirt off. And after, or after wearing the blue shirt for 10 minutes, I'm just about to head out the door for the day. And I'll switch out to the red shirt. Because I'm like, I feel more comfortable in the red shirt. And it's like, at the end of the day... You're fucking still, you still look the same. It's literally a different color shirt. You know what I mean? It's not going to affect if people are going to talk to you or not. It's not going to affect how people perceive you. But you're telling yourself in your own head, oh, I don't look good in that, so I can't wear that. In reality, you look fine. So it's, you know, it really can just boil down to, to ground zero when you look at every single thing you do for people to like you, acknowledge you, notice you. Uh, but if you can get outside that box and eventually be like, and it's very hard. I mean, I'm still definitely dealing with it, but if you can get to a place where you really don't care who's in your life and who isn't, you know, or I should reward that. Obviously there's people you want in your life, like your family and your really close friends. But when you get to a point where you don't care who likes you and who doesn't, all that bullshit, all the people, imagine like a windshield wiper, all the people that are just kind of phony or fake or that you were doing things to please, you'll wipe them off your window. And those that have been there with you from the beginning or that don't care who you are as a person, they, I mean, they don't care 
who uh, who you're not. They, they like you for who you are. They'll be there. They'll be there after everyone else gets wiped away. So you know who your real friends are. You know who people that you probably shouldn't be hanging around. You know people that you should probably let go. And that's a whole other topic in itself, which we'll talk about at a different time. But it starts with you. It starts with not trying to be someone you're not. I mean, Matthew McConaughey says it best. He says, figuring out who you are is not starting with, I know who I am. It's, I know who I am not. Because once you can figure out who you're not and what you don't stand for, then that will uncover um, who you really are. I don't know. If you're just trying to affiliate with all different types of groups that aren't you, and that you don't actually like and affiliating with that. Not that those are bad, but if you stop doing things you don't want to do and you put all your time on the things you do want to do, not only are you going to be happier, but you're going to become more passionate. You're probably going to get better at it because all you're doing is spending, all the, spending time on things that you do care about. So just try to remember that, that ultimately being trying to be someone else is not only going to, you're not only lying and letting down people they really don't even matter in the long run. But more importantly, you're lying and letting down yourself. So remember that. Keep yourself accountable as much as you can. And even though it's going to be uncomfortable, I'd much rather be uncomfortable now and in five years feel great about myself, knowing I, I didn't lie to myself, versus being comfortable now and five years down the road, I really don't know who the fuck I am because the last five years were spent trying to please everybody else when I never was able to please myself. All right, next one. Here we go. Always bet on yourself. This is a quote I feel like when I die, bro. I literally put this on my grave. There's gonna you're gonna have a lot of help in your life. Uh fans, friends, family, you know, people you're not alone in, in your journey or whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever goal you're trying to obtain. But at the very core of everything, nothing will get done in this world that you want in your in your specific life without you. You can't do anything without you, obviously, but I think a lot of times people are looking for handouts. People are looking for their brother, or their sister, or their mom, or their best friend, or their uncle, or their neighbor to pull them through and to get them whatever they want, you know, whatever they're trying to obtain. Now, don't mistake me with saying that networking is bad because networking is phenomenal and it's probably one of the only ways to really be successful is by networking and getting to know people. But I'm saying you have to do the work. You have to bet on yourself. So. Betting on, my, betting on yourself, what I define that as is knowing that no matter what is given, or no matter what task or obstacle or challenge is put in front of you, that you will somehow, some fucking way, God willing, get through and succeed. And it can be something small like, fuck, I need 200 bucks to pay my car payment next week. How am I going to do it? Well, I bet on myself. I know that no matter what, I will pick up five extra shifts. I'll fucking clean cars. I'll sell my extra old t-shirts. I'll do whatever I have to do to get that, right? But then in a larger aspect, it's, you know, in two years from now, I want to start my own business and I have $20 to my name. How the fuck am I going to do that? Well, betting on yourself means there will be a way. I don't know how. I don't know what I have to do, but I will use every tool to my advantage and I will talk to every single person and I'll read every book and I will immerse myself in every possible avenue to get to have my business in two years. What that also means is that you stop having time for bullshit. Instead of Friday night going out to the bars with your friends or hooking up with a random girl or drinking late night with your buddies 
or whatever, going to a sports, sporting event, you don't have time for that. All you're doing Friday night is studying charts and graphs and reading the 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 newest um, uh, data on whatever business venture you're trying to get into and talking to attorneys and lawyers about how you can eventually own your business. You know, just doing all the correct steps because I feel like a lot of times we know what we have to do. You know, things, there's a, there's a great saying that basically, basically says, to become successful, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's very simple to get up in the morning, right? It's not, it doesn't take a whole lot of brain power to get up in the morning. Eating healthy is very simple, right? It's not very complicated. Just, you know, you don't eat certain shit foods. Don't eat fucking fast food. Don't eat fried food. Don't eat desserts. Your body will thank you for it. It's very simple to work out one hour a day, but it's not easy. I mean, it's going to take a lot of physical strain or body, even mental strain. But the formula is there, you know. It's very one plus one equals two in being successful. Follow what other people do. Do the correct things every day. I mean, subconsciously, you know when you're doing something right versus something wrong in any aspect. But it's not easy. It's, it's very. It is very easy. The flip side, it's very easy to be lazy. It's very easy to eat junk food. It's very easy to cheat on a diet. It's very easy to lie to talk shit behind somebody's back to not hold yourself accountable because i've learned this at least in sports once you get out of high school or college whatever wherever you're at as far as far as from an athlete's perspective you don't have your coach on your ass anymore you don't have your teammates or your you know uh teams you're gonna be playing upcoming rivalries all that goes away and it's you don't have to be so accountable anymore you're not such a figure quote unquote in front of the school or whoever when you kind of lose a sense of identity because you move on to a new chapter in your life. I think the same thing can be said um, for just how people how people carry themselves, you know, on a day to day basis. You know, you don't have that fire burning up your ass or breathing down your neck, however you want to say it. So ultimately, you just got to remember that uh, you, you can't get comfortable, you know, doing the easy things that seem seemingly, you know, mindless, like, oh, whatever, I had a shake today, you know, I'm not going to die from it, or oh, I stayed up till 3 a.m. on my phone, it's not the end of the world. But once you start stacking those dominoes, either good or bad, you know, they're going to start building foundations. And you do not want to build a life on a shaky foundation of lying, cheating, stealing, you know, um, you know, uh, gaining addictions, you know, we all have vices, but trying to keep those in check and being as aware as possible to not let those get out of hand. So just remembering that, you know, the simple things will add up, do the simple things over for, you know, even a week, go to bed at the same time every day, get up at the same time every day, don't drink alcohol, don't, don't talk shit about people. That's very hard. And, you know, it's very hard in today's society to not, you know, even if it's your best friend to not, you know, rip them a new one, especially if you feel the right to rather confront that person in person in person than, you know, rip them behind their back. But doing the simple tasks over and over will amount the correct, the responsible simple tasks over and over will amount to a much more endured, higher energy and positive life than you know, living in the short term because short term lust is going to lead to long term disappointment. Short term responsibility is going to lead to a life of long term fulfillment. So remember that. 
Uh, and finally, these kind of go hand in hand, but one day, here it is, newsflash, in case you didn't already know, you're going to die. And nothing is promised in this world. I mean, I could go to bed right now and not wake up tomorrow. And whatever I did, as many lives as I've touched, as many people as I've helped, that's great. But it stops there. The book is closed. No more. You know, the second you're born to the second you breathe your last breaths on this earth, in the middle is a bunch of pages. Are those pages going to be filled with bullshit, with you being a slacker, with you being lazy, with you, you know, hurting people around you? Or it's going to be filled with honor, integrity, and it doesn't even have to be in a military sense. It's going to be filled with pride and happiness and fulfillment that you actually lived your fucking life the way you wanted to live it and you didn't fucking let other people decide it for you. That's something that very few people can actually honestly say to themselves as they're laying on their deathbed. And with that, as I'd said, nothing is promised. Nothing is promised. Yes, you're on this planet today. You don't know tomorrow and you don't know if you're going to be here next week, a month, a year from now. Obviously, we're not looking pessimistically. You're going to most likely live a long, happy life. But what you do in that life is all the, you know, all the while, makes it all the while. I'll wrap it up with this. I remember in high school, as a freshman in high school, and we were all sitting in the locker room one day. And, you know, especially in high school, you have all these stupid would-you-rathers. And it's funny because it sticks to me to this day because my answers totally changed what I would have said back in the day. I was very, you know, I, I played sports and I had friends, but I was very honestly nervous and inside people don't know, but like, I was very shy. I was scared of a lot of things, you know, I still got a lot of shit to figure out, but I was, I was trying to put on a front, uh, in high school, big time. You know, I look back and you laugh at yourself. Anyway, one day we were sitting there and we were talking, they're like, would you rather live to be 60? I think it was like, yeah, I was like, would you rather live to be 60? Um, and just live a mediocre life of whatever, but you get to live to be 60. Or would you live to be 25, but every day of your life is the most, you know, and phenomenal day. Basically, would you rather live to be 25, but live or be six, die at 60 and just be alive, if you know what I'm saying? And I remember at the time, uh, it was kind of like in between what we were saying, but I remember being saying, like, I'd rather live to be 60, 70, like, you know, I can at least start a family and all this shit. And that's great. But it, the purpose was I was able to live longer. Doesn't mean I was actually alive. Um, and I remember a couple of my buddies, they were like, you know, I'd rather live to be 25, and, but say that every day I lived. Because, and that stuck with me, because when you think about it, it's not how much time you have on earth that matters. What matters is what you do in the time that you're given. There's people that are, that are, die at 20 years old, 21 years old, like a lot of these rappers, and they've touched millions of lives compared to the man that's 85 on his deathbed right now as I'm talking, knowing he didn't help a single soul while he was out here. And you know, when you, you really break it down, I mean, so many people on this earth, there's so many quote unquote coincidences. I mean, I believe everything happens for a reason. But when you really think about it, we're on this earth to help each other, to to inspire one another, to enlighten, to, to fulfill, and to get the most experience. Everything is about experience. Nowadays, 
People don't even know how to experience shit. I mean, you're on a date. They're on the phone the whole time. You're at Disneyland. You're on your, you want to post pictures about you at Disneyland the whole time. You're golfing, whatever you're doing. And I, I battle with this too, but I'm a lot more aware, I feel like, than most people. Just being on your phone, trying to absorb what's not even fucking real. It's all artificial bullshit. Being in the moment, being present and experiencing what life has to offer is what makes life so amazing, so beautiful. So just remember that life is not about how much time you have on here. Because there's a lot of people that lived 100 years and have never lived a day in their life. And there's people that are died at 20, 15, 10. Some of these young kids, horrible. But they lived the life they wanted to live. They were happy. Now, I'm not saying, by the way, don't take this as only the people that die young live life. No. You can live. <laughs> I definitely plan on living to be at least 80. Knock on wood here, 84, that's my goal. Uh, to inspire and to live the life I want to live. But you're not guaranteed another fucking day. Every day, obviously, is a blessing. You need to remember that. As much as you want to be like, yeah, whatever, Nick, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to be a guru. I'm not. I'm just saying, every day you get up, be thankful for the little things. You, If you're lucky enough to have your mom and your dad, if you're lucky enough to have a roof over your head, if you're lucky enough to have friends that would do anything for you in a heartbeat, and you know, drop of a hat, if you're lucky enough to have a job that supports you and what you're doing, if you're lucky enough to have teachers and coworkers and people in your life that really care about you and that you live in a safe area, that you're not surrounded by, you know, sketchy, you know, thugs and criminal activity and violence. There's things that you can be thankful for. And by the way, if you are in those areas and situations, even in the darkest areas, you can find light. You can find something that can inspire you. You can find something to be grateful for. You can find something to push you forward and to uh, give you purpose. So, all right. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, if you guys could, uh, my you know, my Instagram is News Reporter Nick. Uh, it is as of now. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you guys want to, if you guys start commenting, honest feedback, what you're thinking about these, especially this new type of like little mini wave of Hilarious Society podcast. It means a lot. Um, and final thoughts, you get one life, you know, try and find as much purpose as you can in that life. Try and help as many people as you can and do what you want to fucking do. Bet on yourself because at the end of the day, when you're laying there on your deathbed and your old ass is coughing up blood, nobody's going to remember the things that you didn't do because you didn't do them. All, all they're going to remember is what you did, who you helped and how did you shape the world for the better? All right. We'll catch you guys next week.